Hello, I'm Brittany Campbell Turner, and this is the Constructor Podcast, session number 14. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Constructor. I'm Brittany Campbell Turner, and this podcast is dedicated to helping property owners have certainty in their decisions about the construction projects. I want to help property owners foster trusting relationships with your project teams, help you to understand how to lower risk, be under budget, and on schedule in your construction projects, and exceed your end user's desires. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I'd like to thank you for making it with me to episode 14. Uh, I have come back from the Lean Construction Institute Congress, and I have... Um, loads of content to share with you, um, but I have, a, I guess, a recount of what took place um, and wanted to give you kind of an update of what transpired with me. Um, unfortunately, hence why I haven't been able to produce um, podcasts here the past couple weeks, but um, I hope you guys gain a lot from this, and I'm truly looking forward to getting your feedback. Um, do want to just remind you, if you like my content, please subscribe at constructor.com. This will encourage me to keep providing you with interviews with uh, excellent interviewees. And uh, when you subscribe, you'll be getting an email from me weekly letting you know when a podcast is released. And you'll have a link to the contact uh, directly from your in- inbox. All right, so we'll hop to this um, a little different style of a podcast. All right, listen in. Thank you. Okay, guys, I'm really excited to tell you about the Lean Construction Congress, and I really wanted to release the last episode um, on Tuesday because I've been releasing on Tuesdays as best I can weekly. So forgive me if I miss one. Um, and particularly this past one, because the Lean Construction uh, Congress was awesome. It took place um, from October 3rd through 7th. It was an awesome week. It was a long week. But after I came back, um, I had lots of work to do, and um, I got sick. I got really sick on... Um, you would, I thought it was a head cold, um, you know, I thought it was something that could easily be addressed, and if you listen carefully, I'm sure you can hear the, the, the sickness kind of lingering a little bit, but I'm no longer sick, fortunately, and, um, I, I do want to give you guys a, an update, um, particularly, in relation to the Congress, but how Brent Darnell basically predicted my burnout because that's really why I got sick. Um, if you guys already um, have listened to episode six, you know who know who Brent Darnell already is. Um, he, I interviewed him at the last Congress, and he was one of the first podcasts interviews that I posted. <clears throat> if you haven't had a chance to look at look at it or listen to it yet, go ahead and go to Constructor, C-O-N-S-T, 
R-U-C-T-R-R.com slash zero six, and you'll find the podcast there. Uh, Jerk Stressor to Emotional Intelligence Guru is the name of the podcast there, and Brent talks about his own experience on how he basically uh, was an engineer and um, decided to change... um, into to doing training for people in the construction industry, make sure they have emotional intelligence. Um, so emotional intelligence it has so many facets, um, and uh, a lot of it really it's it's based obviously on how you relate to people, um, but first and foremost how do you how you relate to yourself. So <clears throat> go ahead and listen to that if you haven't already. But um, I, I want to kind of give you guys a, a blow-by-blow chronological experience as to how Brent um, basically predicted my burnout and how the burnout took place, why it took place, and what I'm doing to recover from burnout. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to go ahead and just kind of go down the line. So Brent, he had an amazing training session. Matter of fact, on Tuesday of the Congress, he had um, two training sessions, and he also spoke on Thursday morning. He, um, if you haven't listened to him yet, he's, he's done a great job of just kind of bridging the gap between the soft skills and... Um, you know, the technical skills that people in the construction industry typically um, utilize. And he showed that the people who are able to um, test, he has these, you know, sort of assessment tools, self-assessment tools um, to help you assess whether you have emotional intelligence, what areas you're strong in. And, um, you know, he, he helps you understand where you are. But these people who score high... They end up um, doing very well. They end up being a little bit more successful than the the people that don't have those soft skills. Um, So I think it's really important to be aware of that no matter what you do, um, whether it's in construction, whether you're in sales, whether you're in marketing, whether you sell a product, um, you really need to understand what the impact of your emotional intelligence um, is so I attended his uh, training session in the afternoon on Tuesday and um, during the four-hour training session he provided the Geist emotional intelligence test or the Geist EI test you can find a link to the Geist EI test in the show notes I also included the file path of how to get to it on Brent Darnell's website go to Brent Darnell darnell.com hover over the about brent and click the drop down labeled ei test but i did the assessment after you do the assessment you kind of score in particular areas and um you know overall i think i scored pretty well um but there were a few areas um i was like hmm okay this is a little weird and um, <clears throat> Brent, after everyone has done their assessment, he kind of goes through in the open form, 
um, just kind of talking about the different areas. Um, if you're strong in certain areas, you fall in a certain category. And so, like, for instance, there's, like, the, the I'm, I'm not calling everything correctly, but especially one where you just kind of, you like to give and you like to continuously give, and sometimes you probably give too much. So there's one of those that's like that, and then there's the assessment <clears throat> um, category that you can become an alpha um, or, you know, just you always play that alpha role like you're always in charge, um, maybe a little bit domineering. Um, and then what else? I don't know, a couple others, but probably the one that resonated with me most um, I would say it was the alpha. <laughs> and as women, that's not typical. But anyway, I I wasn't, it, it wasn't clear, right? And he had the assessment. He said, these are the categories. If you have, you know, a strength in interpersonal, self, self-perception, self-expression, decision-making, stress management, or well-being. Point being, I went up and asked him because I totally, I was like, I don't know what category I fall in. Now, I've interviewed Brand. <laughs> I, so I, I know him and we've been in contact. He's, he's now becoming a great friend. So I walk up to him and I'm like, Brent, I'm walking up to you and asking you this because I don't want to. I don't want to learn about what's wrong with me or what's right with me. <laughs> and so he looks at me, he just kind of laughs. Um, but he, you know, he takes my assessment form and he's like, hmm, this is really interesting. And the first thing he says to me is, you know, you look like you're on the way to burnout. And I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I probably, okay, I can see that. <laughs> And then he goes, you know, it's a little alpha-ish, but that probably serves you well in this industry. So I'm not too worried about that. But you probably should, you know, look at taking care of yourself a little bit better. Then um, he also noticed that my self-emotional expression was, was low, okay? And I was like, hmm, okay, I, you know, it is low. I suppose. You know, I'm not always saying how I feel every day, all the time to everyone. But he was like, he's like, that's probably why you're on the way to burnout. And I said, hmm, okay. Well, thanks. But he didn't tell me I fell in a category. I guess it's alpha, <clears throat> which is fine. Um, I surround myself with a lot of alpha people. So that being said, Brent predicted I was going to burnout on October 13th, only a few days later, a um, little over a week, I snapped on a few people. <laughs> you know, you know when people are talking to you and they just, you know, it could be a normal day, they could be themselves, no change, and you just kind of snap, like you, they annoy you more than they should for what you should be expecting from them. Um, I don't know. I, I snapped on probably about three people. And um, I was at work. Um, but when I got home, I also snapped. And um, 
you know, my, my poor husband got the brunt of it. But, you know, I was already aware of my snapping. Like, I always, already was aware of my kind of unstableness. <laughs> um, and I had, I had, in addition to that, started feeling sick. I started feeling like I'm getting a head cold and my breathing had <clears throat> become difficult. Now, I have asthma, so and I've had asthma all, all my life, um, but I've not had a flare-up probably for about 10 years. Um, so, this was on the 13th, and uh, I decided I would work from home the following day. So, I did that. Um, pardon me, guys. <clears throat> um, and... Uh, so the following day was Friday, work from home, did that. Um, but that evening, I could not literally sleep lying down. I had to sit up on my couch. I have a couch in my room. And I sat up in, <laughs> I sat up on the couch. It, I, did, I was not sleeping on the couch because I snapped on my husband. We had a very you know good heart-to-heart after that. <clears throat> and, and we solved the issue there. Because it wasn't anything that had to do with him. It was all me. Um, so I, I slept on the couch sitting up because there was no way I could breathe um, otherwise. And <clears throat> um, Saturday, you know, I, uh, I reflected on Brent telling me what he did about the emotional... Um, expression being alone. And um, I said, wow. Now, a lot of a lot of people don't realize how connected feelings and physical um, manifestation of those feelings really, really come up from day to day. Like people just don't realize it. All my life I've been surrounded, fortunately, um, around natural health. And <clears throat> it's afforded me well in, in understanding, you know, that, that foods, when you eat them, they, you know, they affect how you feel. They affect, uh, you know, there are people who, who can, you know, get rid of diseases by changing their diet. Um, I mean, it's something very simple that we, we can see with diabetes. You know, for instance, my dad, my dad has gotten rid of diabetes um, simply by diet and exercise. It, it happens. It's not something that is uncurable. And I believe that the majority of sicknesses out there um, are curable by diet and exercise. But one key thing um, that is missed is attitude about things and um, how you manage your life. And, uh, I think that, I think that I've been a little bit ambitious working, working, um, you know, full-time job. And then outside of that, coming home and, um, working on this podcast. So when I started reviewing that, um, I said, you know what, something's got to give, something needs to happen and I'm not able to breathe. Um, So, you know, when you're not able to express yourself, you're, you're stifling 
your expression, right? You, you have something to say, but you're not saying it. And so it's almost like a balloon is going to burst, it's going to burst, it's going to burst, and then it, you know, you're... <laughs> you're you're pulling it back like a rubber band and you you feel like you're gonna burst and you're just constantly feeling you're gonna burst one moment and it's gonna be very soon you're gonna burst um and so I burst um with a cold but my emotions didn't burst um because I still wasn't paying attention to everything so Burnout happened, and just to kind of give you a sense of my sickness, um, yeah, and it's, and I'm still recovering. It's not that. I mean, quite honestly, it's not that bad. But I, I do think that it is a, a burnout result. Um, I hadn't had an inhaler. Okay, don't chastise me, guys. But I hadn't had an inhaler, <clears throat> a working one. I possessed one, but it was expired. And um, I... Yeah, so I was struggling, couldn't breathe. I was trying to do all these natural um, remedies for breathing easier, which are great when it's not severe, Um, like drinking lemon water, um, having raw honey from the area uh, that you live in because the allergens are in the honey and it helps, you know, build up your immunity. It's kind of like a natural vaccine, if you will. Um, apple cider vinegar, anything that reduces inflammation, um, curcumin, whatever, turmeric, all, like, I went down the list, I had everything, oil of oregano, like, name something else, I did everything, now, the shot of apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, when I did put cayenne pepper, you know, they taste, it tastes really good, (laughs) at least for me, I don't know about anybody else, but I did that a few times, but let me tell you, I, I woke up struggling, and I, I probably should have gone to the hospital, but um, I took some more shots of that stuff, and I was able to sleep sitting up on the couch Saturday night, um, and I promptly the next morning went online and made an appointment with my doctor um, for, for Monday. So... I made the appointment for Monday and um, explained to her the scenario. <laughs> She's like, what changed? Why did it, you know, get so much worse? I was like, well, I had the window open for a little bit, and I did have the window open for a little bit. But, um, you know, I didn't really talk about, oh, okay, well, I'm a little stressed. I'm a little burnt out. I'm doing a lot. Um, <clears throat> so... You know, she just, she made, she got me a prescription, a steroid, um, and now that has been helping. Soon enough, I have to take my next one. <clears throat> Either way, moving on, now that you get a sense of, of that, um, I do want to give you some value, not just explain to you, you know, that I, I went to burnout. And Brent, um, he's just so good. He predicted it, right? Now, Brent is that good. um, And you should consider taking his um, total leadership program. Because these are the types of things that he teaches you how to prevent. So I wanted to get some feedback, actually, from Brent. So I reached out to him 
in order to see what his thoughts were on my burnout experience. So here is my phone interview with him. My apologies because the audio quality is a little bit uh, less good uh, just due to the fact that I, we recorded via cell phone here. All right, listen in. Hey, can you hear me, Brent? Yeah. Hey, how I are gotcha. you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks for agreeing to, to chat and uh, give me some feedback. <laughs> sure. It's it's funny that um, you you know you came up after and when the first thing I saw was the burnout and and it was like it was I can't believe it was a predictor of a, of like a collapse. Mm-hmm. But uh, that yeah, those things are, can be pretty powerful, and that's what we talk about. It's not just your relationship to other people with the emotional intelligence, it's your own health and well-being. And we can look at things like burnout and impulse control issues that are preventing you from leading a healthy lifestyle and all those things that affect you, not only just emotionally, but but physically and, and mentally and cognitively. So, Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Um it's just it's making sure to not lose sight of those things because you can get caught up in a whirlwind. Um, right. Yeah. Awesome. As far as recovery, did you have any recommendations about how someone would, would recover from burnout? Yeah, take my online course on stress management would be one way to do that. Um, the other, I mean... Uh, there's go to the places where you get restoration. It's about, it's about building in more recovery instead of trying to reduce the stress. So take breaks every hour and a half to two hours, stay hydrated. Meditation is also really good for this. Make sure you're getting your sleep, exercise, good nutrition, you know, you don't want to um, go down that bad road. It's, it's like when we get stressed and tired and and we we eat crappy food and do a lot more fast food and it becomes this downward spiral. So a lot of times it starts with just good nutrition. Just focus on eating stuff that's good for you that nourishes your body. Yeah, that's perfect. So, If you want to check out the course that Brent referenced for burnout recovery, I've included a link for the stress management course in the show notes, which is a part of the Total Leadership uh, Library or training. Stress management and peak performance uh, training participants will discover the powerful impact stress and burnout have on precision and decision-making. Brent teaches you how to identify and combat stress triggers before they manifest in the form of low productivity, absenteeism, and illness. Big surprise, huh? In addition, participants will learn to use powerful recovery techniques to create a healthy work environment and increase energy and productivity. 
he mentions that you should go back to that place of restoration. I'll tell you really quickly how I got back to a place of restoration, but first a little bit of why I actually weren't into burnout. I continued to review my emotional suppression. And um, there were a couple things that I realized in my life were just very uncertain. And um, probably the biggest thing is I'm trying to close on a house and it's just been taking forever. And they keep asking me for things. <laughs> and it's just taking a really long time. And even when they ask me for things, you know, there's a, there's a wait period. And um, in particular, this has been a long closing. Um, they, there are things that, you know, they'll, they'll be asking for they get it, and then there's a wait period for reviewing it, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing I can do other than ask, do you need anything else? And then they say, no, I don't need anything else. So that probably is the biggest thing. Also, there's been some leadership changes at work, which, you know, that happens in every, that happens in every company, so that's fine. So... The value I want to give you is how I got out of burnout and the kind of the steps that I've actually taken in order to put back into my life some of the things that I had been doing in order to say, sustain the type of lifestyle that I've been living. Um, I reflected on my emotional suppression and um, I realized that Though I believe in God, you know, and, and no judgment, this, this is just what I believe. Um, I believe in God, and I felt like my faith was, was shot, like I didn't have any. I felt like I had no connection to God whatsoever. I had no peace. I had no sense of his presence. Like, <laughs> so for me, you know, being a Christian and, like, Believing in God, that's just something that is, I think, I suppose it happens to people from time to time, but you feel very alone if you're used to that. I've concluded that those three reasons, closing on a house, leadership changes at work, and the feeling of spiritual dissonance or disconnection are the reasons why I burnt down. How did I fix it? I sought my restoration. I took one book I heard about um, in an entrepreneurship organization I'm part of. It's a non-religious book. It is called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I'll put the Amazon link there for the book in the show notes. Um, I get no proceeds from, from any of the sales. I just believe in the book. I believe in the process that it outlines and it outlines a simple morning routine um, to ensure a day of success. I do a vari variation of the steps outlined in the book, but this is how I found my rhythm again. How Elrod uses an acronym, SAVERS, to help readers remember the steps to a day of success. So I'll outline them for you really quickly. Silence through meditation or um, just quiet breathing, affirmations, reflecting on your vision, doing some exercise, reading something uplifting or helping you to focus, uh, 
um, on the things that you've prioritized for your day, and scribing or writing something. It could be journaling, it could be creative writing, it could be writing a book, even that you're, you're writing to actually publish. Uh, it's, just, it's just making sure you get your thoughts out in a creative way. So again, savers, silence, affirmations, vision, exercise, read, and scribe. By following these steps every morning, I have a few moments to reflect on my day before the day starts coming at me. I choose to set a day with purposeful intention, intentions for a positive, hopeful attitude, a mindset with gratitude, one that is healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. The things you focus on are up to you, uh, but doing a morning routine such as the one prescribed in the Miracle Morning um, will really help you. Uh, you will have willpower in the morning in order to go ahead and make those decisions to take action on the things that are most important to you in the morning. Um, and you'll re be able to reinforce those intentions throughout the day more easily. Um, I've been doing this every day. Um, since then, since I've burnt out, <laughs> we've since closed on our condo and I'm getting back into a much better routine at work, at home, I'm connecting spiritually again, I'm feeling refreshed and looking for more and more ways to provide valuable uh, podcasts for you guys to listen to. Um, the podcast tagline, the best way to build it, it references buildings when you look at it on the onset. However, if you haven't realized it yet, I'm not just talking about buildings here on this podcast, but building up yourself so you can give more to others, so that you can respect others, so that you can grow and learn from others in any industry. Uh, this is why Constructor exists, to do all of the above. I'm happy I can share with you this particular burnout experience, giving you value on how you can get back into life being your best self. Lastly, uh, I'm preparing a few more podcasts for you to listen to, um, particularly relating to the LCI Congress still. I will definitely share with you the key takeaways of people that I've interviewed. <laughs>